You're listening to GeekWire from Seattle, Washington, on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and GeekWire.com. Hey, everybody. How are you doing out there? I am Andrew Edwards. And I'm Todd Bishop. And we are back for another episode. This time we're calling it... Gear Live on GeekWire. Gear Live on GeekWire. So we're still working on the title. Yep. We don't want to rush into things. No, absolutely. Hey, we're still just sort of experimenting here and, and feeling things out, but... The whole idea is to, each week, explore a series of new gadgets and talk about the latest in consumer electronics technology. And we've right. got some good stuff coming up this week. Later on, we're going to be talking about the Google Home device. Google Home. And your, uh, personal, your new personal assistant. And, and so Andrew will have the, the details on that. Plus, this is quite the coup. Andrew's got a pair tough. of snap of snap spectacles. Snap spectacles for Snapchat. Exactly. He's holding them in his hand right there. So we'll be talking about all of that coming up. But first, there was a big announcement or unveiling, at least, on The Tonight Show this yes. past week. Reggie from Nintendo was mm-hmm. on, and he showed the Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch. Yeah, this was just actually last night. So um, last night, and again, we talked about the Switch, I think it was last week where it's it's set to come out in March, which is uh, three months away. And they have, until last night, they haven't really shown it at all publicly. It was just they, they made a, a promo video, and that was it. So it made its, like, its public debut on The Tonight Show, uh, which was a good place because Jimmy Fallon is a big, you know, he's a big gaming fan. He's a big Nintendo fan as well. He's, he seemed just crazy for this right. thing. Right, <laughs> right. So um, now what did you think? I, I thought it was a really interesting dynamic that they showed. The The Switch, essentially, is the killer feature. The mm-hmm. idea of going from the full-fledged, large-screen display right. with a console game and then switching it into a handheld. And it's fascinating because it's Nintendo's two strengths over the years. Right. And not necessarily recently in terms of either of those areas. Because, <laughs> you know, the smartphone has really taken yes. over a lot of the dedicated handheld gaming space. The Wii U flopped. So yeah. they're taking their historical strength and making something really interesting. They played The Legend of Zelda and showed how it right. did it. What did you think of it? Well, I thought it was great, too. Um, it's The Legend of Zelda Breath of Wild. Uh, last time I talked about the Ocarina of Time yes. being my favorite video game ever. So I have a, a, a soft spot in my heart for Zelda. But... Um, I'm super curious about, you know, when I see things like this, I'm, the first thing I think, okay, what's battery life going to be like? Yes. Because the display is 720p, so you get a nice high-definition display even when you're on the go. And then when you dock it into the TV, it'll do 1080p. So high-definition, that's great. You know, the specs look good. But when I'm on the go, am I going to be looking for a charger after an hour or two? Or is it going to last me, you know, four or five hours? Um that is really my main concern right now, and obviously they have not answered that question yet. The other thing is, the hardware looked a little nondescript to me, and, and I realize they're doing some fascinating things where you take the screen out and then you can separate the sides of yes. the controller. But in a world where you've got Apple, you know, making really cutting edge industri- industrial design, you know, we looked at the new MacBook Pro a couple yep. weeks ago. It felt a little, I don't know early 2000s to me when I looked at it, maybe like original Xbox era. Okay. I, I don't know. It just yeah. the, the actual hardware design did not blow me away. Now, maybe that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, what was interesting, so a couple years ago, or more than a couple now, about eight years ago, when the PlayStation 4, no, it wasn't eight years ago, whenever the PlayStation 4 yeah. came out originally, they announced it, but they didn't show the actual console. Um, they talked about all about the specs and everything, and one of the journalists was like, what does it look like? And what the, the Sony representative said was, um, 
doesn't really matter what it looks like. Like it's just gonna sit on your, you know, it, it looks like a game console, but there's nothing like particularly mind blowing about the visual appearance of it. So. And when he said that, it made sense because at first I was thinking the same thing. Like, when are we going to see what it looks like? I'm excited to see it. But then when you see it, it's like, oh, okay, it's just a piece of plastic that sits there. So, you know, if as long as it's recognizable, I think that's all that matters. Like, you know, look at a smartphone. You have a, you know, metal and glass and you have a logo on the back. And that's pretty much it. Right. It's a black phone or a white phone. They're pretty plain. Right. So as long as Nintendo Switch is recognizable when you're playing it out in public, I think that's really all that matters. What probably matters most in the long run is how it feels, mm-hmm. and how performant it is, and what it looks like on the screen. Yes, yes. And also the so the the switching of the, the actual controllers, they call them Joy-Cons, which is like a joystick control, whatever you want to. So you take them off, and you can hand one to someone. So when, But what's weird is when you're playing it by yourself, you're using both of them, right. one on the left, one on the right. But then you give one to someone else, and now you're playing with this tiny thing. Almost like a Wii controller in yeah, some ways. Yeah, but like a, a, a small version of yeah. a Wii controller. I'm curious how that's going to go, because yeah. how do you fit... If, if you're using the two by yourself to play, now you're giving someone half of your controls, and now you're playing a two-player. Each person has half the buttons now that they had a minute ago. So, you know, that, that also seems kind of awkward to me, but again, they haven't really dived into all that. They've only really been showing Zelda... Or yeah, that's all they showed on on the Tonight Show. So it's coming out in March. It's coming out in March. Have they announced prices yet? No, no. And then, so he, so what he said during the show was they'll be announcing more on January twelfth. Okay. So I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of big, whether it's uh, some sort of live reveal in front of an audience of press, or maybe they'll just do one of their live streams. Yeah. But I think that's when we're going to find out everything that we need to know. Good. All right. Up well, to launch. I'll link from the show notes to that Jimmy Fallon video. It looks pretty epic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it definitely got me interested. It definitely made me want to get one, made me want to play it. So, yeah. I mean, that's that was, the, I'm sure, the point of the segment, right. right? And then they showed Super Mario Run. Yes. That's coming out. Where are we? Where I think it's are, December 15th, it's coming right? Out December 15th. And today, as we record, this is December 8th. Yeah. So a week away. Oh, we should do that next yeah. week. We should play it up on the big screen. There you go. Can we get it up there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'll, I'll look for an okay. adapter to get that the would HDMI be cool. from the That'd iPhone. Be cool. Okay, so I think, um, so a week from today is Thursday, right? Yeah. So I believe, and uh, don't quote me on this, but I believe as of today, you can go into Apple stores and play it. Oh, really? Yeah. Into on, Apple on, stores. In okay. the stores, on their hard, like, you know, on the demo phones and yeah. demo tablets. So um, I might have to go do that just to, Absolutely. just to check it out. But yeah, 10 bucks. it's the first time Mario will be on a mobile platform. Yep. So that's also a big deal. Yep. So let's talk about these Snap Spectacles. Snap Spectacles. How, right. First up, how'd you get these? All right. So the only way you can get these, I think we talked about this before too, is you have to go to one of the Snap Spectacles vending machines. And yep. there's only a few of them in the world. Like I think there's like four or five. So people will go there, they'll wait in line for hours, they'll buy them, and then they'll immediately flip them on eBay. Um, so I had to purchase these from someone who waited in line you know, who lived in New York, and they sell for $129 wow. plus tax, and I believe I paid about $300 for okay. them. Okay. But, you know, it's in the interest of getting content about them up there. You know, no one's going to care about these a few months later. So, you know, you got to be hot and fur. You know how it is. Oh, absolutely. In this media world. <laughs> so, yeah, so these are the Snapchat spectacles, or Snap spectacles, as you can see here. So on one side, you've got a camera Yep. right here. And then on the other side, there's a button and a and a, a indicator light. So when you're recording something, let me see if I can do it right now, actually. Yes, yeah, so I'm recording right now, whatever these glasses are seeing. 
and then this is going to head over to my Snapchat, and it's going to be waiting for me to decide if I want to publish it or not. So it doesn't just publish anything right off the bat. It still saves it in a queue for you to actually go and approve later. But, you know, for the thing with these is that they're not really a tech product. That's what's interesting. They're not approaching this as a technology product. It's more of a lifestyle product. So the camera in there isn't like the best camera in the world. And it's not, you know, these don't cost $1,500 like Google Glass did. Right. They're 129 So they're more of a, like a toy. Yeah. They're not so, you know, they're not it's so like much It's like a party. Tech. It's like a party favor yeah, yeah. almost. It's not a favor, but you don't walk away with them. But it's a party gag. Right. But, and, but they're cool. Like if you're into Snapchat, if you're into Snapchat, these do um, add to the experience. If you're not into Snapchat, there's no need. There's no reason to have these at all. But, yeah, I think they're, you know. They're kind of neat here. Hold yeah. that. Hold yeah. that right Ooh, there. Oh, can I do more than that? Put them on. All Put right. those on. Right. And then there's, so the button is on your left. The so button's if, on my left. Right. So if you tap that button once, now for the next 10 seconds, it is going to record what you're looking at and what you're seeing. So it's recording me right now, and I can see the indicator light letting me know that I'm being recorded. So it's not the whole Google Glass creepy thing. No, no. And obviously, you can't see anything in there. There's no screen for you. So after 10 seconds, it flashed a few times Yeah, the times light more. turns off letting you know, okay, we're done recording. So it just put that onto Snapchat. Now it's on my phone. It's waiting for me on my phone. So I can go later and approve that to go to Snapchat or okay. not. Okay. Because I might, I might look at something that you know I didn't want to show, or you know who knows. How how do I look? I want to hear where the face. We're broadcasting this on Facebook Live. How do I? <laughs> should I just should I go with this look think? from I now went on? I with the pink ones. They, they also come in black and they come in blue. But I, I mean, oh, I went pink. with coral. Coral. I, this coral. was the clear choice. Yes, I think. please. I mean, no, wait. I just can't wait till you get them in prescription, right? <laughs> you just have them yes. on all the time. <laughs> yes. Oh, and that's the other thing. These are sunglasses, as you can see. They're yes. shades. So. The camera is optimized for being outside in the sun. Okay. So if you're inside in like low light, the the video is going to look pretty bad. So it really is just something to like you know throw on and like use when you're out and about having fun. So nice. That's the Snapchat spectacles. They're still, and I don't know if they're going to be exclusively only available at the um, what do you call them? The vending machines. The vending machines that they just sort but, of pop up everywhere. Yeah. So if you want one. The only way to get it might be eBay. Very cool. Well, I will link from the show notes to all the information from Andrew about the Snapchat spectacles. We'll be right back after this break. And we are back here on Gear Live on GeekWire. I'm Andrew Edwards. And I'm Todd Bishop. And we are talking about uh, the news in gadgetry this week. Absolutely. And here's what we got. Yes. What's this sitting here on the table, Andrew? This is the new Google Home device. So this is Google's um, in-home, Google Assistant-powered smart speaker. That's a ridiculously long thing to call it, <laughs> but that's pretty much what it is. So it's a speaker that listens for you to give the keyword, the wake word, which is either OK Google or Hey Google, or uh, I'm already activating it. My yes. apologies. You're, I don't uh, understand. My apologies. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it'll basically, it's there to answer questions. It's there to you know add stuff to your your reminders list. It's there to help you play music, set timers, et cetera. So here's a cheat sheet that it comes with. I'm going to hand this to you. Okay, cool. So we've had the Echo on the, the Echo. device, on on the show. The Echo Dot. Echo Dot on the show. We've actually also had a full-fledged Echo oh, on okay. the show. Okay. Multiple appearances by Alexa wow. on the GeekWire show. Andrew, okay. yes. So we're so, evening it out here. So you've been trying Google Home. I know you've used Echo in the past. Mm-hmm. Do you have a preference at this point? Um, I I think I have a preference for Alexa right now. Because, but that, okay, so that's as of yesterday. And that's because the Alexa devices or the Alexa service has more integration with third party tools. Today, 
Google opened up third-party integration for Google Home and for the Google Assistant, actually. So whether it's Google Home or a Pixel device, the Google Assistant, as of today, is going to be much more powerful than it was yesterday. Um, and then in a few months, they're actually going to open it up broadly to everybody. So as of today, as of this morning, Google's Assistant is much more powerful than it was yesterday. So we'll have to see. But that's the cool thing about these devices that you, they get upgraded in the cloud. Right. You don't have to worry about buying a new one or even upgrading firmware. The up, the upgrade is all in the cloud. Remind me how much this one costs. That is $129. So in the range of an, an a full-fledged Echo is much higher. Yes, but the dot is much lower. Right, exactly. So it's right in the middle yeah. of the, the Amazon offerings. Okay. Right. So, uh, hey, Google, will it snow in Seattle today? Ooh. Yes, the forecast for today in Seattle what? is 38 degrees with rain and snow. Oh, I didn't wow. even know that. You better, you better get out of here, I, I'm Andrew. out. Okay, guys, I'll see you next week. <laughs> we should say, if you're listening on the radio, this is we're recording this on Thursday, so right. don't it's take Seattle. that as your real-time uh, forecast. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Wow, okay, so, so what else? What else should we ask her? Hey, Google, what's in the news? Here's the latest news from NPR News Summary at 2 p.m. today. Hey, Google. Stop. Support for this podcast and the following month. We don't want to be we don't want to be taking someone else's content. Exactly. But that's it will the read idea. You the news the news forecast right there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey Google, did the Warriors win last night? Yes, the Golden State Warriors won one hundred fifteen to ninety eight yesterday against the Los Angeles Clippers. Mm. Oh wow. Hey, hey Google, who are the Seahawks playing this weekend? The Seattle Seahawks will face off against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday at one twenty five p.m. What are the odds? Oh, you have to say the, the wake word. Hey, Google, what are the odds? It's spinning. Here's a summary from gpvec.unl.edu. Okay, the okay, so there's a, a single state hey, Google, lottery. Stop. About... <laughs> it was so, about to tell you the odds of winning a state lottery. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> Did you notice what happened? So what I wanted to do was I wanted it to remember the context. Right. I, I asked about the Seahawks game, and then I wanted it to stay in session mm-hmm. and remember that I was talking about that and say, okay, what are the odds? Oh, he's talking about the Seahawks game. Right. Now, I will say... Amazon, I don't know if this exact test would work on the Echo, but they've gotten good at that with things like Amazon Music, yes. where if you're using the Echo and you're speaking to it with voice commands, it remembers the context. So to me, that's one place right here, at least in this example, where... Message come from cyber policy. Helping what? protect hey, small businesses Google, against cyber what is it Hey, Google. With the first hey, end-to-end Google. solution that can... Stop. <laughs> so wait, why did it do that? Because I touched it? Maybe, yeah, maybe. Is, like, is this, this is, touch this is, sensitive? Yeah, this is a touch sensitive panel, so oh, really? this will change the volume. <laughs> oh. And it's also a play pause. So maybe maybe when I said stop earlier to the news reading, yes. you just hit play on it. Okay. That's my assumption. Okay, very interesting. Okay. Well, at any rate, this feels like a place where and this it's kind of like this salt shaker thing. <laughs> it's like at a diner. When you go to an old-fashioned diner, it's like yeah. a sugar shaker. Do you, but do you like is. that? Like, do you want it to look more like a piece of industrial design, like, you know, hardcore tech, or do you want it to blend in with your home? I, I don't have a strong feeling about it, honestly. Do you Do you think one or the other has a better chance of succeeding in the market? I personally, me, yeah. me personally, I like when things look like a piece of technology because that's obviously what I'm into. Um, but I can I can see, like, when I have my uh, my Echo in the kitchen, it definitely sticks out. It doesn't blend into the kitchen. It sticks out as like, what is that big black, yeah. like metallic thing in your kitchen? So I guess for people who care about aesthetics like that, 
this is more inviting. Yeah. So obviously Amazon is really tied into e-commerce. I mean, yes. that's Amazon's, that's all, that's what they're about. Right. Um, Google is about search. Mm-hmm. So I, I try to remember, can you buy things on the Google Home? Not that I know of. Yeah. No. Whereas on Amazon, I mean, you can buy basically a, a lot of things. Like they did a special promotion where it was Black Friday deals just on the right, right, right. on the Amazon Echo. And I'm actually curious about that. I've never actually, so I've only bought on my Echo, um, an Echo Dot. Right. But they've, they've been running these commercials recently over the past couple of weeks where people are like, Alexa, I need tape. Yeah. And it just ordered, like, that's a little too vague for me. Right. Like, I don't want Amazon just choosing some random brand of tape. To, like, I want to go and tell it, I want scotch, and I want it to be this long or yeah. whatever, this much. Like, just saying, hey, I need I need such and such, and just having them pick something, um, that's a little too out there for me. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm really fascinated by the Google Home. I, it, it seems like it's an alternative, at least, to that. Yeah, Echo. yeah, definitely. And it, it, So the other thing it does that Alexa won't do is it can do Google Casting. So if you have a Google Castable TV, for example, you can say, play the latest video from Andrew Edwards or you know, play the movie trailer or whatever, and it'll just play it right on your TV. So it actually will connect with things in your home. So what else can Google Home do? Well, you can use it for like trivia. Like I know kids love asking, whether it's Alexa or Google Home, just trivia. Like, for example, okay, Google, how far away is the moon? The moon is 238,900 miles from Earth. Yeah. Hey, Google, how about the sun? The sun is 92.96 million is. miles from Earth. Okay. There you go. There you go. That, that, there's the contextual Maybe Google's not about betting odds. <laughs> okay? Maybe Google doesn't okay. want you to well, well, how about this? Let's, we can test my previous example. Okay. Hey, Google, what are the odds for the Seahawks game this weekend? Sorry, I'm not sure how to oh. help with that. I wonder. I wonder if maybe that's more of a. They, they, they just haven't enabled the feature. It's yet. a legal gray area right now. That we're talking <laughs> exactly. about really exactly. Maybe uh, they only enable that in Las Vegas. <laughs> right there, you go. There you go. Hey Google, tell me a joke. What do you call someone who points out the obvious? Someone who points out the obvious. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, Google. So that is in the tradition of the lame yes. third grade level jokes right, right, right. of these different virtual assistants. Yes. I think Alexa's jokes are no better. No, no. <laughs> Siri's jokes are, are actually decent, but you don't like Siri. I'm, I'm not a huge You're fan not a of Siri. Siri. Fan. That's no. Horrible. Siri, yeah. I, it just, <laughs> just doesn't, doesn't do it for me. Now, you can also play games. Uh, okay, Google, let's play a game. We can play Lucky Trivia, Mad Lips, or Crystal Ball. What do you want to try? Let's try crystal ball. Sorry, I don't know how to help with that. What? You're the one who told me. <laughs> hey, hey, Google, let's play crystal ball. Nice. I just need to hang these velvet curtains. Oh, wow. I'm setting the ambiance up here. <laughs> Come closer. Closer. What? Closer. Okay, stop. Oh, wow. Close your eyes and open your mind. The crystal ball shall tell your fate. What is happening? Now ask a yes or no question. You ask. I'm supposed to ask it a yes, yes. or no question? Um, the okay. all-knowing crystal ball says, <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> okay. Oh, 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 oh I get it. just pick this thing up at a thrift store. Don't uh, take it too seriously. Do you dare ask the crystal ball another question? Yes. Uh, 
uh, Google. Now ask a yes or no question. <laughs> Uh, uh, gosh, I'm I'm trying to total trying no. to fill a blank here. Go ahead, Andrew. Come on. I don't have one. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Um, is the, the sky blue? <laughs> Perhaps. Okay. Come on. All right. Perhaps. Come on. I bought this thing from a pretty shady website. I'm not sure if it's accurate. Do you dare ask the crystal ball another question? Yes. Is the sky blue? Is the, it, hey, is the sky blue? The all-knowing oh, crystal ball. <laughs> this is going to go down on the annals of flip artificial a coin to intelligence. Find out. You didn't even answer. You told us to flip a coin. The so, crystal ball no, doesn't know anything. Hey, you Google. Might want to ask her. Stop. <laughs> wow. So there's games. Come back soon. Yes, there's a future that was a, for you. And that was like a real like boss level. I was getting anxiety and starting to sweat um, <laughs> as if I was playing like a crazy video game right there. I don't wow. like it challenging you to be creative in the moment, especially when you're on mic. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think, I guess I didn't know what crystal ball meant. Yes. I didn't mean that I had to feed it some sort of uh, question, but there's an example of games. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. yeah, very good. So what about, can you do like an internet search? And would that be even useful on this kind of thing? I know that's pretty much Siri's specialty is mean, internet searches. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I think it, it'll do an internet search where it, it can answer like information, kind of like when we asked it about how far away the sun is. I think you can get like Wikipedia page entries read to you. Yeah. So, you know, what's so-and-so's birthday? What do they do? So Brian on the Facebook live feed is asking, can you customize the news feeds, et cetera, which I know you can do on the Alexa. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, it really? sounds like this is defaulting to, to NPR. NPR, yeah. So I didn't. I don't know. I didn't realize. You, I didn't even know you could do that on Alexa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you can. You can pick your different flash news sources. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's. I think where that's. That makes from. sense. Yeah. Um, you can. I know you can select um, your music service. So right. whether you're Spotify or YouTube Music or Google Play Music, and I think there's one other one. Um, there's four or four you can choose from. Um, and it does a good job of playing music, by the way, because it has three speakers in there, one on uh, every side except for the rear. Yeah. So that's D- nice. D- how would you compare the sound of the sounds music good. quality to, to the – to because the, the echo is okay. Yeah. It's, it's, I would compare it to the large echo. Right. So it's way better than the echo dot, way better than what your smartphone would do as well. Um, so it, it does the job. Like It's not going to fill like a large room, but if you're in the kitchen or something like that or an office, it's fine. So when you look at these smart speakers overall, you know Amazon has kind of come in and surprised people with mm-hmm. the, the Echo. Is this the next smartphone in terms of the size of the market? Are we going to see these be as common in, in on people's kitchen tables as no. smartphones are in pockets? No, no. Well, first of all, the thing with the Google Home is this only works with one account. So if I ask it to add something to my list... My wife can't then have some have it do that for her. It would add right. it to mine. So that would be one reason why more people that would buy them. But in actuality, everyone has a smartphone, but not everyone in a home needs to have their right. own Alexa or their own Google Home thing. I think it's just, you know, I think they're kind of testing this out. Like, I don't even think they know where they want this to go. Or maybe they do, but it's just not here yet. So it's, you know, it's the kind of thing where for me, I, I still forget it's there. And then when I notice it's there, like I have to challenge myself to think of something to ask it. It's not it's not something that's ever come natural to me yet. So and I don't know if it's just an age thing. Like, you know, I'm 35 years old, so I don't I've never talked to technology before versus my son who's 13. Maybe it'll be much more natural to him. I don't know. So do you when you're controlling your Xbox one, do you use voice commands? I did um, until like they killed connect. Right. And then it was like, ah. 
I no. don't need it anymore. But okay. I, I did do that, yeah. When you say they killed the Kinect, what do you mean? When they stopped bundling it and Yeah, stopped the second they stopped it... bundling it in, they killed it, in my opinion. Because if everyone has something, then you can program for it knowing that 100% of the market can take advantage of that game. If you stop bundling it in, now you don't know how many people have it. So if you make a game, it's immediately handicapped to the number of people it can reach. Right. So, But then on the Xbox One S, it doesn't even have a Kinect port. So you have to buy an adapter, a dongle. It's dongle life all over again. You have to buy a dongle to hook it up to your Xbox One S. And so yeah. when they did that, yeah. I didn't bother getting the dongle and hooking it all up. Yeah, I've got I've to wear more wear these spectacles Oh, please, more. Please, please do. Do you mind? Do no, you mind? not at all. So, hey, Brian on the Facebook Live feed says, were you listening to our conversation earlier, Brian? He said, what are your thoughts on Pebble? Mm. What, what is he talking about, Andrew? Was Pebble. there some news this week? Yeah, well, Pebble, um, which is the first huge... Kickstarter. You're being snapped right now, I'm by the way. I'm being snapped. I'm comfortable on camera. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, they were purchased by Fitbit, but the problem there is that they were purchased for their talent and like their, their some of their IP, not for the product. So if you own a Pebble watch, your warranty is now done. If you pre-ordered the new Pebble Time 2, they are not releasing that. They're not releasing any more watches. They're not doing any support. They're not doing any updates. They're not doing any warranties. I got to say, I They're feel done. ridiculous in these glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Man, see, I feel, well, I put them on and I feel cool. It's like a superpower. So was the Pebble sort of a runner-up in this market to begin with? I mean, where, where would you put them in terms of... There was definitely excitement when they first launched, but the hardware wasn't very impressive. And then they came out with um, an updated version, which was like a, a fancier watch, like a fancier metal, Pebble Time, they called it. Um... That was all right, too. It's just it was never something to me that made a whole lot of sense because especially if you're an Apple user, it's not going to – you can't take advantage of the whole platform. Right. So it's very limited. It's basically a notification thing for your watch. But the notification alert, the buzz, was very uncomfortable. So it just wasn't great. But it was the first one to like kind of get people excited about wearables – um, that would connect to your smartphone, but they just never really got out of the gate. And when I saw them do that next Kickstarter, I knew at that point, I told people, don't don't get this Kickstarter because I don't think they're going to deliver this watch. So the press release says the acquisition excludes Pebble's hardware products. Right. It's just software and assets. So, right. But still, obviously, the software is sort of what makes it work. It's the Yeah, and the, the software's not that good either. But, yeah. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is... Um, since it doesn't include the hardware, they're not selling that off to someone else. Pebble hardware, for all intents and purposes, is done. They're, I gotcha. Even even if you if you break your Pebble watch next week, you cannot contact someone to get, you know, a warranty claim or anything. Like it's all done, which is a you know that's a shame. It's not something you like to see in consumer electronics. So that's one less player in the whole wearables game, and. Um, the the new watch that they had on Kickstarter, which people were excited about, it was very well funded, is dead. That's yeah. never going to ship. Hey, Google, what's the future of Pebble? Sorry, I'm not sure how to help with that. Mm. <laughs> nor nor am I. <laughs> nor are they. <laughs> so, bottom line, if you own a Pebble, what do you do? <sighs> I mean, either enjoy it or throw it in a drawer and go get yourself either an Apple Watch or, you know, a Google Android smartwatch. Is that would that be your what would be your recommendation like of your favorite devices if you're wearing an Apple Watch? Yeah, I, I use iOS as my primary smartphone, so definitely Apple Watch. And I mean, either platform, whether it's Android Wear or the Apple Watch, they're in my opinion far and away better 
than the Pebble with its silly e-ink display. So maybe this is a good thing. Well, it's not. I mean, the, the good thing about Pebble is that it was $99. Gotcha. So if you wanted to get an inexpensive smartwatch that did fitness tracking and all that, that was a good solution for you. If you didn't want to spend, you know, the $289 for an Apple Watch, for example, and you just wanted something cheap, that was your option. And now that option's gone. Yeah. All right. Good deal. Anything else you want to talk about? I think that's it. All right. For this week. Good deal. Okay. So until next time, I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We'll talk to you next time on Gear Live on GeekWire. You've been listening to GeekWire, an independent national technology news site based in Seattle, Washington. For news, events, podcasts, and more, visit us at geekwire.com.